You're listening to the Holistic Lifestyle Guide Podcast, the show that guides you on your holistic lifestyle journey to a healthy body, mind, and soul aligned with nature. Hello, and welcome to episode number 46 of the Holistic Lifestyle Guide Podcast. In this episode, I'm going to start a three-part series where I will be covering my top five best health tips for body, mind, and soul. So in this episode, we're going to start with physical health. So these are the five best physical health tips that I could give if I had to narrow it down. These are going to be tips that you can do quickly, easily, and inexpensively. I'm all about saving money. So they don't require a lot of money or time or even willpower. So if you are busy, if you're overwhelmed, if you're confused about what to do, these are the best things to start with. Everybody knows that physical health is important and that exercise is good for you, but it is still hard for most people to start an exercise program or a diet. And even if you are able to start, it's very hard to stick with it long enough to actually see the benefits. Uh, So the health benefits of exercise and eating healthy are far too great to let yourself succumb to laziness, busyness, or lack of motivation. So I would like to make health simple and easy, even for lazy people, even for busy people, even for people who have a hard time staying active, because I've struggled with these things as well, and I know many other people do. I myself am very guilty of being lazy, lacking in motivation, being so busy with work that I sometimes let my health slip. And so I use these tips myself because they've worked for me and now I'm sharing them with you. So number one, well actually these aren't in any order. I'm just going to say the first one I'm doing here is to avoid sitting down. Sitting too much has been shown to contribute to chronic health issues. Sitting for long periods of time is not only bad for your physical health, but it's also bad for your mental health. When you are on your feet, you are burning calories, keeping your blood circulating, you are helping your posture, and you're keeping yourself moving. Um, So it's easier to keep moving when you're standing, obviously, so you're less likely to let minutes of inactivity turn to hours. Uh, You've heard the saying that a body at motion stays in motion and a body at rest stays at rest. If you eliminate the temptation to sit for hours, you will be leaps and bounds ahead of the couch potatoes. Even moving water is healthier than sitting water. This is one example where we can learn from nature and keep the energy flowing. There is one time, however, when sitting is recommended, and that is when you eat. Three times a day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, be sure to sit. If you do this, you will be sitting for a good hour or, you know, two hours a day at intervals, which is enough to keep your legs from getting tired. So the longer that you're on your feet, the more your legs mus- your leg muscles will adapt and soon you will notice that your leg muscles are getting stronger and you'll have no problem standing for three to four hours at a time. I learned this once at a job I had where I worked 12 hour shifts with only two breaks. At first, the second half of my day was pretty miserable, but after a few weeks, I was used to it and I noticed my leg muscles were firmer than they'd ever been in my life. So that is something that you will get used to and 
So now I'm gonna give a couple tips to help you avoid sitting. The first tip is to get an adjustable work desk. If you sit at a desk, uh, if you work from home, you might be able to get creative with it and maybe um, do what I do, which is I keep my laptop on my countertop, which is like an island in the middle of my kitchen, and it's the right height. It's the perfect height for me to stand at, so that's where I work. Um, the, another tip is when you are talking on the phone, walk around instead of sitting or, or even standing in one place if you can uh, pace while you're on the phone, because when you're on the phone, you're not really uh, aware of how much time goes by. Sometimes you could be on the phone for an hour or two, and that's where, you know, if you are walking while you're talking, then you're getting many, many steps in for the day. Another tip to avoid sitting is to stand on the bus or train when commuting, if you're somebody that has to take public transit, or even walk to work if you can. Of course, that's you know, it's only going to be possible if you live really close, but otherwise, you know, you can stand. Unless you're uh, one of those people that might have a health condition where maybe you need to sit more often or you're having trouble standing on a moving vehicle. Another tip for, for avoiding sitting is to get up and stretch or take a walk every 30 minutes if you must sit. So this pertains to people that work from home or work in an office. If you have to sit at a desk, just standing and just stretching your arms and legs and back and neck every 30 minutes will go a long way because that's going to keep your body from getting stiff. And when you're stiff, that's when pain happens. Another tip to get on your feet is to exercise while watching TV or even doing anything. Like I get on my treadmill even when I'm watching YouTube videos, I'll stick my laptop on my treadmill. I've got a, a setup where I have this board that is at an angle and then I can lay my laptop on it and I have a non-grip a, a thing around it to keep it from slipping. You know, things like that. Or, you know, if you're watching a TV and you want to get off the couch, you can sit on an exercise ball, you can do yoga while watching TV, you can jump on a trampoline while watching TV. A lot of these things, even just stretching, just standing up and stretching, walking around, and you don't have to do it constantly. Like if you're watching a TV show, do it during the commercials or do it every 10 minutes, hit pause if you're watching something streaming, and just get up and stretch and move around. So we're moving on to the next one here of the top five best physical health tips, and that is to eat whole foods. So this is a pretty general one, I know, but if you can change only one thing about your diet, make it be this. Eating only whole foods will ensure that you are not eating processed stuff. Processed foods are one of the main causes of poor health. Eating whole foods is also cheaper and easier in the long run. Many whole foods can be eaten raw as well, so... There's not a lot of cooking required. This is a really good thing to do, especially in the summer when you don't need to cook your food as much, when you can eat salads and fruits and some types of vegetables like carrots and celery and uh, broccoli and cauliflower, things like that. So some examples of whole foods are berries, and berries are really good to eat in the springtime. Um, vegetables, of course, leafy greens, and like I said about berries in the springtime and in the summer is when you really want to eat those leafy greens. Uh, herbs and spices is another example of whole foods because these are 
the secret weapon. They are like the the thing that will help you to eat healthier when you know let's say you want to eat something that's really bland flavored and it's not very exciting that's where spices and herbs come in not only are they healthy but they taste amazing and they make your food completely change from bland to good or great another example of whole foods is fruit so things like apples oranges kiwis grapes things like that bananas and these are things that are easy to grab on the go. If you're somebody that doesn't like cooking, you could easily just throw together a salad and, and then eat some raw vegetables, some fruits and berries, and you are sure to lose weight and feel better. The next thing on my list of physical health tips is to adjust your sleeping habits. Most people have struggled at least once in their life with not sleeping well, having trouble sleeping, having trouble staying asleep. Sleep standards are usually between seven and nine hours a night for adults and healthy people. Of course, babies need more than anybody else, followed by kids and teenagers, and elderly people may need less sleep. Now, if you are sick, then you will need more sleep because sleep is when the body heals, rejuvenates, and processes toxins. So regardless of your age or your health, it's a good goal to shoot for to get about eight hours of sleep a night, give or take an hour. Of course, there are a lot of factors that contribute to poor sleep quality, and those might include stress, depression, and anxiety. But by living a holistic lifestyle, which is something that I'm all about, you will be able to cut down on these problems. So, um... Your average case of insomnia can be fixed by applying these tips. It's all about resetting the circadian rhythm. And I talk a lot about that on my blog post and on my YouTube channel. Um, so be sure to check those out on my website and my YouTube channel if you're interested in learning more about sleep. I talk about that a lot. But for the sake of this podcast episode, I am going to give you a couple tips on how to get good sleep. Write in a journal before bed. This is something that I've been doing for years and it really helps, helps mentally as well as physically. Watch the sunrise and the sunset. This is a great tip because your eyes is really what is helping you, your body to get that circadian rhythm in check when your eyes take in the light. So you want to see the sunrise and the sunset. That's gonna help a lot. And if you can, do some earthing and grounding at the same time. Stand with your bare feet on the earth. This will do so many things, and I've talked about this before, so I won't go too deep into that, but that's another great thing to do to help you to get in line with the, the earth's rhythm. Uh, switch out your light bulbs from amber to amber lights um, from the regular ones. Like, you don't want to be using LED ones a lot after sunset, use amber colored ones. Use a fan or a white noise machine when you're sleeping. This is actually my, the number one thing that I have to have. If I don't have a fan or a white noise machine, I will not sleep as good. Keep your bedroom cool and dark, not having any electronics near your bed. You can use lavender essential oil. Uh, try to get up uh, at the same time every day and that will help you to be tired enough to go to bed at the same time every day. You can also take magnesium. That's a great supplement to help your muscles relax and to help you get calm before bed. And do all of your exercising before sunset. If you exercise after sunset, you're gonna struggle with sleep. 
And then that'll, that brings me to having a calming bedtime routine. So you don't want to do anything strenuous before bed. You want to do all of these things, like I said, writing in a journal and watching the sunset, using lavender oil, things like that, and also avoiding alcohol. So you don't want to drink alcohol. I know that's the time of day when everybody goes out to the bars, but if you're really concerned about your sleep, then you will at least try to spend more of your days not drinking alcohol. You know, like once a month or so isn't going to hurt anything, but I would highly advise not to make that a habit. The next one on my list of physical health tips is to get out in nature. Humans are part of nature, and I think it's a travesty that most people spend most of their days indoors. I'm not saying this is by choice, but this is how society has evolved in such a way that we have to put in an effort if we want to be out in nature. Whereas in our ancestors' time, being outside was unavoidable, and that's one of the reasons why they were so healthy compared to us. Our ancestors had something that we don't, which is a true connection to nature. And this is something that I talk about so much. This is probably one of the biggest facets of my entire message is connecting to nature. So without grocery stores, um, our ancestors had no choice but to spend all day outside growing and harvesting their own foods. So this helped keep them active and connected to nature. Working within nature is healing in so many ways. It, it's, um, you know, like gardening, things like that. It provides us with healthy food. It, hel it helps us to be regularly in touch with the dirt because dirt grounds us and provides us with healthy microbes to keep us healthy. Being connected to our natural home gives us a spiritual boost too. Um, it's hard to feel disconnected from yourself and the planet and the universe when you're so immersed in it on a regular basis. Um, you might have heard of this Japanese practice called forest bathing. The point is to immerse yourself in all of the experiences of your senses, seeing sight, uh, sights, sounds, smells, textures of nature, touching the trees, looking at the blue sky, listening to the birds, smelling the dampness of the dirt, it all adds to the experience. So if you can, get out there and do some forest bathing or even, you know, whatever you can do. And sometimes all you can do might be just to take off your shoes and go barefoot, you know, earthing. It's the best way to immerse yourself in nature, absorb all of the healing energy and all of the negative ions from the earth because we are electrical beings. If you've ever studied um, human biology, you most likely have heard of this. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a big part of humans. We are, we are energy. We are electric energy. So getting connected to the earth is very crucial for sleep and for health in general. Getting adequate sunlight is also a byproduct of being in nature, which is something we need. Um, when I talk about sleep, I always talk about getting sunlight as early in the day as possible. It's also crucial for our happiness. Everybody's heard that there's this, such a thing as seasonal affective disorder. You know, when you don't get enough sun in the winter. So being out in nature has countless benefits for the body, mind, and the soul. So that's something that you're, you're probably going to hear me talk about a lot if you follow this podcast or my blog or my YouTube channel or any of the products that I sell on Etsy. A lot of the things that I make are designed to help you to connect to nature. 
So the next one on this list is actually the last one and that is proper hydration. So as I mentioned, when I talked about human biology, we are electrical beings and we are mostly water because water is electrically conductive and so it's cru crucial to our health for so many reasons to get enough water every day. About eight glasses, give or take, depending on your body weight, also depending on the climate where you live on the planet. Getting the right kind of water is also crucial. Um, you probably heard that tap water is notoriously bad for you, although if that is all you have, don't let it stop you. But if you can, try to get some purified or spring water in glass jugs or bottles, or better yet, get some directly from a spring. Structured water is also really good. However, that's kind of expensive, and I will be touching on that a little more in the future. That's something that I haven't mentioned much, but it is something that I want to dive deeper into because it's something that I keep seeing everywhere and I'm really curious about how that works. So structured water, if you want to Google that and check it out, I'm gonna be doing the same. If you can't afford any of these fancy filters, using a cheap, uh, I should, it's cheap is a bad word, inexpensive, but it does the job, would be something like um, those pitchers that you can buy in the store, but make sure that you keep replacing the filter. You can't just use the same icky old one. Um, you can also get a reverse osmosis machine, which is a little more expensive, of course, but reverse osmosis is one of the best ways to filter your water, except for the fact that it takes out everything, everything, even the minerals. So if there's an easy fix though, if you use a reverse osmosis machine, all you gotta do is get a bottle of trace mineral drops, or you can use a little bit of Himalayan pink salt and sprinkle it in your water. Um, you can't really taste the salt. It's not really that much. Um, that's if you want to use reverse osmosis, which I think is one of the best ways to go about it. Um, so one helpful tip when it comes to water to remember is that light and heat break down the quality of water, especially if it is stored in plastic. There is nothing worse than drinking water from a plastic bottle that has been sitting in a hot, bright environment. So if you buy your bottles in, in bottles, if, you're, well, if you buy your water in bottles, try to do it in glass jugs or bottles and keep it in a dark space. So in conclusion, those are my top five best physical health tips. Again, those are to avoid sitting down, eat whole foods, adjust your sleeping habits, get out in nature, and practice proper hydration. If you follow these five tips, your health will improve. You will, it'll go a long ways. If you do nothing else, try to do these five. So thank you so much for joining me for this episode of the Holistic Lifestyle Guide podcast. Be sure to visit my website, holisticlifestyleguide.com. You can read articles about holistic wellness, subscribe to get freebies. I, I send out emails every Tuesday where I give freebies, I give a tip, and I update people on everything that I've been doing. So thank you so much for listening and have a great week.